I don't see anything that says it's real. There we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the latest edition of the M Squared Power Hour. I am one of your hosts, Joe Matthews. On the line, as always, we have Andy Minton. What's up? And our producer, Joey Emmerich. What up, what up? All right, we have a very special show for you guys tonight, but we're going to go ahead and I'm going to toss it over to Andy so you can handle all the social media stuff, and we'll jump right into this. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at M2 underscore Power Hour, and you can catch us on Facebook and YouTube at M2 dot Power Hour, and anywhere where a pod is cast, you can listen to us, but specifically on iTunes, Spotify, and Google, because there are others that I don't know that I don't know anything about, uh, <laughs> and TBD about Amazon because they do podcasts now. Yep. So they do. They also sell food and other products. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. They they have everything. So before we jump into this, uh, the sports and the face segment, we have a very, very, very special announcement. Um, Andy, even though he he's already been in the role of father. He finally got the stamp of approval on Thursday. Congratulations, Andy. You, you. are a you. father. How are you feeling about that, man? Feels good. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, like it's, it doesn't feel different, but, uh, but yeah, we finalized the adoption of our foster daughter on Thursday. So it's, it's been a, it's been a ride. Uh, I think it was 544 days that she lived with us between her coming into our home and adoption. So, yeah, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of being, a lot of postponed court dates. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's a relief knowing that you don't, that that's not an option anymore. Like court dates are not going to be postponed because there are no more court dates. Uh, it'll be really different when we take her to the doctor and we don't have to go through a mountain of paperwork just to take her to the doctor. Um, so (laughs) yeah. Nice. And you don't have to worry about, you can only go out of town for a certain period of time, all that stuff. She is, she's your child. We don't have to, yeah, we don't have to get the state's approval to take her out of the state. We don't have to, yeah, track medicine. Yeah, it's. So you can, all that's we, over. We're at the end now and just hang out for a little bit. Do what? So you guys can come up to Indiana now and just hang out for a little bit. Uh, yeah, we could. <laughs> he won't, but he could. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not, but we we technically I've been, can. <laughs> I've driven through Indiana. <laughs> I've never left my house with the intention of going to Indiana. <laughs> We got corn. You have the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that like, uh, <laughs> much anything right now, but <laughs> I've never <laughs> left my house with the intention of going to Indiana. Actually, I think we went, me and my wife, I think we went to the Ark one year. And we went to Skyline. And I think the coast of Skyline was Indiana. I think we went there. I don't remember. That was a while ago. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, who shed more tears, you or um, or your wife, Andy? 
I don't know. I mean, I remember I got teary eyed. <laughs> I don't remember either one of us actually crying. So I'll say it's a tie. It's a tie. Okay. Yeah. But it was really cool because the judge called her up and like this is the only judge in Knox Knox County that lets the kid do this. But uh, the paper she signed uh, that the judge signed to make it official, she she always lets her kids sign the paper also. And so, oh, really? yeah, so it was really cool. Yeah. Nice. So, so, so what did you guys do to celebrate? We get something like that. I mean, yeah. Celebrate. What did you guys do to celebrate? We went to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, and now I know why my parents didn't like taking us to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic and she was supposed to be in school. So <laughs> right. it wasn't bad at all. Um, and then we came home and then we went out to eat and then we went and ate dinner with my wife's parents. Um, and Sunday we were having a party for her. So nice. Yeah. Very cool, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, it's we're, awesome. we're very happy for you. Thank you. So, uh, so yeah, now it's, I mean, it's official. So for the next, um, however many years up until she turns 18 or 25, she is your responsibility yep. legally. And <laughs> yeah, those gray hairs start coming. So is she going to be able no. to date before she's 30? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and he's already pointing out the gray hairs. Like, see all this right here? It's, it's, <laughs> well, I've got, I mean, I've got a patch on, my head on one side and my beard on the opposite side. It's been there for a little bit. So, yeah, for 544 yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, 544 days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. So, that's awesome. Have you, yeah, you picked out what you're saying to the first boy that comes to the doorstep? Uh, yeah. I would tell you as a dad. <laughs> I didn't order any pizza. No. <laughs> I don't want any. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you see like, those flowers? <laughs> Dead bodies make them bloom. Right. Like, see that rose garden? Don't make me plant another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I'll tell you a trick I've learned. I learned from uh, actually when I went on a date to prom my junior year. You don't be the one that threatens. Bring in another family member or a friend of yours to threaten so that your daughter can't get mad at you. So you can when your daughter goes, well, why did you embarrass me? I did. I didn't embarrass you. It was your Uncle Joe or Mm -hmm. it was. I'll fly out to Tennessee for that. <laughs> yep. Long hair and I'll even wear it, like have all my tattoos out and everything. Sup, boy. Yeah. <laughs> now that would be a podcast. All the terrible dating stories. We can uh, do that. I can do that. <laughs> I got called a wolf in sheep's clothing by one mom. and 
Uh, good stuff. I'm not allowed to share those stories anymore. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways, so. <laughs> yeah, so, we're heading in a direction. Speaking <laughs> of terrible, terribleness, let's talk about how we picked the MLB division winners. Yes. There you go. And Andy finally, with a really cheesy segue. <laughs> yeah. After he complains about all of them, he finally jumped in there with one. All oh, right. <laughs> so. Yeah, before the season started, we picked our um, our division winners, and I went ahead. I, I you know looked them up, wrote them all down, and honestly, well, there's two divisions that are kind of up for grabs right now, and it's both the yeah. AL or the AL and the NL Central. So those are still up for grabs. And but uh, let's start with the AL though. AL East, we all picked the Yankees. <laughs> and we were dead yes we wrong. did yes we were <laughs> the oh man tampa bay rays won the al east <laughs> the central though it's it's not so bad though it's within one game of each other me and andy picked minnesota the twins the twinkies yeah. and joey picked the white Sox, and they're essentially one game apart for winning that division um, I think the Twins are in first place right now, and the yeah. White Sox are right below them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we and have both this, the White Sox and the Twins lost, so they're still one game apart. Oh, nice. Yeah. But the Twins play the Reds again tomorrow, and they're gonna lose again. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Reds are Reds are hot right now. You can't deny that they are on a hot streak right now. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. Their bats picked up. Yeah. Um. AL West was horrible. Me and me and Joey did just awful on the West. I picked the uh, the Houston Asterix and was wrong. Um, Joey picked the Angels and was was really wrong. And Andy picked the Oakland A's and they have clinched that division. So, yep. But we did better. We did better in the the NL. You know. Um, NL East, me and Andy both picked Hotlanta. We picked the Bravos. Yep. Yep, when they clinched. Joey, remember who you picked? First team to clinch their division. You know, (laughs) the Dodgers were the first to clinch a playoff spot. And just because you're on the East Coast, that's the only reason you clinched clinched the division first, because we were like three hours (laughs) after you, because we're three hours later. Hey, it's geography. I can't, we can't control when the sun comes up. It's God ordained where the sun comes up. Yeah, but you know what? If we look at the time that you guys clinched, I'm sure the Dodgers probably clinched earlier than you, or maybe not. Hold on. They didn't, because y'all are like <laughs> three hours behind us, four hours. That's a long well, no, I'm, ta- I'm talking about PM. Like, I think you guys. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, never mind with that. Um, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible guys, radio. You guys played a two-hour and 50-minute game, and the Dodgers played a three-hour and 20-minute game. So even if we both started at the same time, you would have clinched earlier in the night. I was hoping that maybe you guys clinched at like 10.05, and the Dodgers clinched at like 7 or uh, like (laughs) 9-something. So that didn't work either. But, oh well. You still have a better record. Um. (laughs) That's fine. So... 
Joey, you picked the Nat, the Nationals. Are they even in the playoffs in the East? No. No. I don't even know if they actually played this year or not. To be honest, they did. With they were playing. <laughs> they won 23 games. Nice. And then the Central. Um, me and Andy both picked Milwaukee, Milwaukee. And Joey picked. He was a homer. Picked the Reds. And the Cubbies won the division. <laughs> so we were our all leading that division. One. Our leading the division. Yes. Reds still could take it. And breaking news on a podcast is going to come out days after we record this. But yeah. today on Friday of the recording, the Reds have officially clinched the playoff berth. Yeah, I just got that notification too. <laughs> yeah. So the Reds are in the playoffs, just whether or not they win the division. But yeah, yeah, the Cubbies are leading it right now. So I'm hoping the Cubbies win. So yeah. <laughs> and then the West. What's that? As you just don't want me to get a point. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like Andy is the only one who actually has two solid points, and the rest are still up in the air. We won't know till like. After this podcast actually airs, who won what division? Um, yeah. But then the West, well, actually, it's a tie now because in the West, me and Joey both picked the Dodgers and Andy picked the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. Yeah. Who also only won 23 games. Yeah, I was going to say, they didn't do well. <laughs> so as it sits right now, me and Andy both have two points. And Joey has one official point because there's still teams up in the air. But if both of my teams go through, I get three points. Maybe. If Cincinnati wins and White Sox wins, yeah. But if Minnesota wins, then. (laughs) Yeah. So. But the points don't don't matter. So. Uh, So we're playing whose line? Everything's made up. The points don't matter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the AL East was actually worth a thousand. AL Central was worth two hundred. AL West is worth two thousand. Yeah, is <laughs> worth two thousand. Two thousand. NL yeah. East two million. Um, NL Central, if I win that one, uh, two trillion. Uh, in NL West, we'll do another two trillion. So. Okay. We'll potentially cut all that out because that was a great radio. Yeah. <laughs> so potentially we could have an Atlanta Dodgers um, NLCS. Yes. Yeah. I'd be done with that. Yeah. 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 So, could be fun. Yeah, it, I think it'd be a pretty good series. <laughs> Atlanta and LA playing in in. Yeah, Arlington or Houston. (laughs) Oh, no, it would be in um, because the NLCS is at uh, what's called stadium, the Texan stadium, Arlington. Yeah. The one that looks like a big, big barn. (laughs) (laughs) So Arlington looks like a big barn and the Raiders looks like a Roomba. The Raiders looks like a Roomba and Arlington just looks like it. Arlington honestly looks like somebody just bought a giant steel building. Like. Mm. I think you'd see on somebody's property. (laughs) 
So what do you guys think about that? The fact that the NL playoffs outside of the wild card round, the division series and everything are being played in AL. NL's playing in AL stadiums and the AL teams are playing in NL stadiums. So like the AL teams will be playing in Dodger Stadium and Petco Park after the wild card round. And then the, um, yeah, they'll be playing, the NL teams will be playing in Houston and Arlington for the divisional round and the, the NLCS. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't, because you would have somebody with home, home you know, home field advantage. Yeah. Um, the opposite way, which, you know, and, you know, and it, I know the fans aren't there or whatever, but you still have, it's still different playing in your home park. Yeah. It's still, you know, you still have your routine. It's still home. And so you still have that advantage. Uh, But I like it. Um, I think the bubble, I think it's interesting uh, because you won't have, because they won't be able to have as many pitchers pitch on short rest because you don't have the long break. Because, I mean, they're pretty much, you know, day after day after day. Yeah. um, Back to back. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, because, yeah, the wild card round, I think they play, if they have to, they'll play three days in a row, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with the expanded, you know, roster or bracket, um, it'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, Pitching depth and bullpen will definitely come into play. Um and offense, so. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I kind of like the bubble for playoffs. Yeah. You know, cause it does take the, um, yeah, it's just a neutral place, and then you don't have to worry about shadows. Like, if you play at Dodger Stadium, you know, you have to worry about shadows. You have to worry about the scoreboards and the home team. Yeah, they have that those built-in advantages because they know all the little intricacies of the park. Whereas, yeah, you're playing in Houston now, (laughs) you know, so you're not going to know all those little courses. We still have the intricacies of the park because aren't they the one that has like a little hump right before the outfield fence in center field? They got rid of that. Admit it made, huh? They, uh, they got rid of that, I believe. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. They, um, they moved the fence in in center field. So, um, yeah. So I got yeah. rid of the little mound there. That was the mound stupid. and the flagpoles that were actually on the field. Yeah. Yeah. That. Just... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was a horrible design. I have no idea. It was. <laughs> yeah. Definitely like, was. Like, hey, for whatever reason, let's put a hill out here and let's have center field jut out to 430 feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. At a 90 degree angle, it's just going to go straight back and then. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's other, like, there's, you know, just intricacies of other parks. Yeah. Like, one of them, uh, Camden Yards, because I remember the Braves were playing there. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes back, that, the wall goes back, and then right before it goes to the wall, like, it jets out. And so you have this little corner mm-hmm. on both yeah, sides. It, yeah. Almost like an uh, ice cream cone type of, type right. of look. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. And, you know, but when you have that home field, you know those things and how yeah. it works. Um, and so they won't have that. So, but I like it. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. So, 
Nice. So baseball playoffs right around the corner. I can't yeah. wait. And personally, as somebody who lives on the East Coast, I will love not having to watch West Coast time zone games at all this season. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about your 10 p.m. Dodgers Braves <laughs> start. Right. <laughs> yeah. This should be a nine o'clock start. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the games starting like six thirty our time, which is like nine thirty your time. Right. So yeah. Which isn't as bad. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't understand why football is the only sport that gets it. Right. You know, the NFL gets it. They realize that if you want to watch it, you will make time around your day to watch it at this time. Yeah. So, whether you skip church or not, Joe. Hey, I was at church <laughs> this weekend when Green Bay was playing, and I'm getting text messages from Joey because Green Bay's on, so he's assuming I'm not at church. Like, oh, man, Green Bay's not looking so good. And I text him back, I'm in church right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> You have to listen to the earlier podcast to know what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. Go back and look at the idol one where, you know, I let Green Baby my idol sometimes and we'll have that church. I'll be a bedside yeah. Baptist. <laughs> but, you know, to close out our time with <laughs> um, baseball, I will say this shortened season has given some other teams that you normally would not see, even without the expanded playoff roster or playoff bracket. You have teams that you would normally not see in the playoffs, like the Reds, mm-hmm. the Padres. Oh, man. The Marlins. Mm-hmm. The White Sox. The Blue Jays. Oh, that's right. The Jays made it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, I was trying to... Uh, but yeah, so you would, I mean, because normally you would have, your teams would look like the, I don't know, I mean, your playoff would look like, you know, Atlanta, the Dodgers, and whoever, Bruce. whoever wins the Cubby, central, well, and then you'd have two extra teams Yeah. instead of all those. So, just out of curiosity, are you a fan of the expanded playoff roster? Expanded playoff bracket. Yes. Moving forward. I am. You are? Okay. Yeah. Just because I feel like, um, because there's always that team that just seems to barely miss, you know, and they got hot at the right time, but they just couldn't quite make it. So I like the expanded playoffs, but I like the way that they're setting up this year. Like, okay, first round, boom, let's play three games right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, if the only way I would be for it is if they um, shrink, they would have to play less games in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah, dude, 162 is rough. Like, I won't lie, I'm a baseball fan, and yeah, when it hits like the the quote unquote dog days of summer, I do check out for about a month every season and be like, all right, you know what. <laughs> I'm going to, from August to September, I'm really not going to pay attention. Like, okay, September, now it's into the the very end of the season, the playoff race. I'm going to pay attention now. So, yeah. Yeah. 
that and my wife gets sick and tired when I've already watched like 45 Dodgers games in the first out of the first 50. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so she'd be happy with a shortened season too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd just be short number, not time, because they would still probably end at the same time. But yeah. Anyway. Right so let's awkwardly move into our faith segment um, <laughs> about making wives happy. Uh, yes. We can make our wives happy by not cheating on them. No adultery. Which brings us to our, I think we're on, the, is it the six? Is it six? I've lost track of what number we're on. Um, that's funny. We're all Seven. like Bible verse seven. Okay. I don't know. Well, Just throwing up numbers, but I couldn't see it. Oh, uh, I thought those were his rap signs. Let's see. <laughs> One, <laughs> two. Okay. Anyway, regardless of the number, <laughs> we are on commandment. And we, the commandment we're on is Exodus 20, verse 14, which says, do not commit adultery. Which we are on commandment number seven. So, so guys, that's pretty straightforward, right? Don't commit adultery. Definitely. But as always, it's not that straightforward because it's very easy to say, hey, don't cheat on your wife or wives. Don't cheat on your husband. But mm-hmm. it goes deeper than that because we know that in today's world, um, it's easier now than it ever has been to have a because you can not only a physical affair, but you can also have an emotional affair mm-hmm. um, or you can have an affair with inappropriate images on your computer um, or your phone or your, or your phone. Yeah. Right. Electronic device. Yes. Uh, and so it's not just not having that physical attraction to somebody of the opposite sex or same sex in the world we live in. Um, it's also, it's in the, the, to me, it seems the hardest to stay away from is having that emotional connection because, you know, working and things like that. And cause you're always connected with so many people. It's so much easier to have that connection with somebody else other than your wife. Right. Um, and, and even, but regardless if it's, you never have a physical act with somebody else, you are committing adultery. If you have that emotional connection, with somebody of the opposite opposite sex mm-hmm. other than your wife, um, because you're putting somebody in a place in a relationship that you should only have with your wife. Like I, you know, cause, and I, you know, people get, cause I remember one year, um, at work or whatever, um, I was supposed to go somewhere with a woman uh, like, it, you know, we were friends. It wasn't, there was nothing, never anything, but 
she said, okay, we'll just ride together. And I was like, no, 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 you know, I'll drive. You ride your, you know, we'll take two different cars. Um, and that was so weird to people because they're like, well, it's just, you're just riding in a car. I'm like, well, I understand I'm just riding in a car. But if somebody sees me riding in a car with somebody else other than my wife, something else, you know, it could be made of something else that it never was. And so we have to take precautions, um, even in, you know, how others portray us and what it looked in the perception of others as we um, live our life. Because, you know, in today, especially in today's world, perception is reality. So if you're perceived as cheating on your wife, that's reality to somebody, whether it's true or not. That's somebody's reality. And, you know, in today, in the days of social media, nothing ever goes away. You know, and you could, I mean, people could start wildfires in your life with just posting something on social media. Right. And that's, and that's something that, um, it's easy to start building those relationships with people, like, especially at work, like for the last, pretty much every job I've had since 2003, 2002, 2003, I've been one of the, like, I've been vastly outnumbered women to men. Mm-hmm. Like one time I worked in insurance claims and there was like 53 people there and I was 53 people, like 48 of them or like almost 50 of them were female. So you're going to have, relationships with people like where you're talking to them and you're joking with them but yeah it's when you start carrying it um beyond just that friendly uh relationship where you start having conversations that you aren't going to share the details of those conversations with your spouse you know and you start having that quote-unquote work wife and um that's where you know people have to be careful Mm. you know because you don't want that to happen you don't want to start having this emotional relationship because guess what now you're spending 40 hours a week um, with this other person. And even though you're not having a physical relationship, you're having those intimate conversations and you're having, um, yeah, you, you have a, a emotional relationship with a person and, um, it's tricky. It's, it's a slippery slope and it happens. Um, but myself, you know, I will be friendly up to a point and even my current job, it's, it's mostly women, um, that I work with. But I'm friendly up to a point, and then after that, it's like, sorry, I'm only going to allow myself to be this much of your friend, you right. know, because I'm not going to let it go beyond that, yeah. you know. And, and I make sure I don't have conversations with women at work that I'm not going to come home and talk to my wife about and be like, oh, hey, I was talking to this person today, and this came up, or I talked to that person, and that came up, right. you know, because my wife is my wife. Like, yeah, you know, anything I have to say to anyone else, I'm going to say to her, Um and sometimes she's like, you're an idiot for saying that, but still. Oh. <laughs> well, and any time, like, I have, I feel like something, a relationship could be going too far. I will make it a point to bring up my wife. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if somebody says, hey, I really like your shirt. Thanks. My wife bought it for me. <laughs> right. She loves it, too. <laughs> and so. Well, I know yeah. um, Dory, because, you know, I talk about, like, the women I work with in the course. You know, you work in these places where it's all female and she's like, oh, you talked about this woman. You talked about that woman. You talked about you know all these people. And I'm like, you're like, honestly, Dory, it takes probably three minutes of knowing me in the office to know that I'm married and I have three kids and um, I go to church. Like, <laughs> right. that's pretty much like I almost hand people a resume. Oh, yeah, I've been married 21 years. I have three awesome kids and I do youth ministry. 
(laughs) (laughs) So now you know everything about me and, you know, keep any other drama over there. (laughs) And not only do I have them, I love them. Exactly. (laughs) I love my wife. Yeah, I love my wife and I love my family. And, um, you know, it's it's funny, though, because because our wives, because they'll hear us talking about, like, if we have female coworkers who we are friends with. And um, we do talk about them. Sometimes your wives can be like, oh, you, you talk to this girl a lot or whatever. Um, so I make it an effort that if there's somebody who I do work with consistently, like I have an, uh, an assistant who's a female, so I talk to her all the time. I've made the um, – I make it a goal for my wife to meet those people. Mm. You know, So she sees like you know, they meet my wife. My wife meets them that way. Like, hey, look, this is, this is who I'm talking to. So they're familiar too. Right. You know, and it's it's more of a comfort level because, again, yeah, I don't want to hide anything or, or feel like I'm hiding anything from my wife. And um, to me, yeah, it's just that openness, you know, because, yeah, I'm not trying to have a relationship with anybody outside of my marriage right. emotionally or physically or, right. you know. Yeah. And it's, you know, one thing that I always got from my dad, um, never compliment because, you know, my dad is always – worked in a predominantly woman, you know, office, women, you know, populated. I don't know what I was trying to say at that point. Office. Um, and just, you know, wisdom from my dad is like, you know, he said, I never compliment other women on their hair or whatever, you know, or what they're wearing or anything like, you know, I don't want other women to know that I'm paying, to think I'm paying attention to them. And so I remember one day I was, I was at work and somebody said, you like my new haircut? I'm like, you have hair, <laughs> you know, just play completely dumb and be like, Oh, you have hair. No, I didn't notice. <laughs> My answer to that is usually, do you like it? Well, if you're happy with it, then great. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really brings out the mustache on your lip. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, what's that movie? Liar, liar. Hey, yes. do you like my new? Do you like my new outfit? Whatever takes the focus off your hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're digressing. <laughs> okay, yeah. so. But yeah, you know, I'm, we, I'm. But I'm glad you you brought up. Oh, good. I was gonna say, you know, because we're we're kind of talking about how do we prevent ourselves from going down this path. Um, mm-hmm. and I think in. You know, because I, I think it's easy for us to know what adultery is and what it looks like. Um, but getting to the point, because it's so easy to fall into those relationships without realizing it. And so how can we safeguard from falling into those relationships? Not complimenting oh. women other than your wife is one. Yeah. Um, um, being careful of not having those one-on-one, um, interactions because unfortunately mm-hmm. with my job, sometimes it is me and my assistant going to a meeting, but that is like a radio only car ride, you know, <laughs> like, like maybe I might say, Hey, you want to stop at Starbucks? Okay. But I'm not having like intimate conversations with her for, you know, for that car ride. Not that I don't like her, but you know, I'm guarding myself, you know, yeah. from that. You and I really try to bring a third person your, with me. You could also call your wife and have her on the phone. Yeah. I do that sometimes, too. <laughs> but, hey, I need you to be on the phone. Why? Just do it. <laughs> yeah. 
FaceTiming you, just know that nothing appropriate, yeah. inappropriate is going on uh, here. Yeah. And, you know, in, in, in ministry, it's it's really hard. You know, that's one of the hardest things to do is because um, you don't always have that woman presence there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, even when we're dealing with teenagers or in the church, uh, because it's so easy for women to look at other men in the church be like, well, you're more of a spiritual leader than my husband is. And so it's some women are drawn to that. And so we even have to be cautious mm-hmm. about, you know, those relationships, even inside the church, not just at work, but even inside the church and not yeah. fall into that because it's so, because so many pastors fall in to that sin because of that relationship they have with somebody else in the church. Right. And two, the the scary part about that, and even with like counseling, you get into it. Like they really, mm-hmm. you know, as a you know a Christian counselor, they don't recommend that males counsel females, especially when they're going through like a divorce or going through some yeah. kind of sort of trauma, because you have somebody who's already emotionally vulnerable, and then you're going to help them through a problem. So yeah, they're going to look at you, not just as a counselor, but as this man who helped me out, and you help fill these gaps or fill these voids or heal this pain. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there's going to be a sentimental connection right there. So you have to be very careful of that. Like, um, like if I have to talk to like a young lady with a youth group or something, I'm always make sure Dory, you know, my wife's right there with me, or there's another woman with me to also give the woman's perspective, the female perspective. That way it's not just like, you know, cause the last thing I want is people to be like, Oh my gosh, Joe. And, and, um, yeah, I, I try to avoid that just all together because it can happen. Like you, you've, like, unfortunately we've seen about it either seen it happen or heard about it happening in, in a church yeah. where they went into it innocently, but because of the shared experience and the counseling and stuff, it turned into something bad. Right. You know, you know and, and, and it starts with that emotional connection. And mm-hmm. if we pull it back to the Old Testament or pull it back to the New Testament when Jesus was talking about, because Jesus took the law and it says, you know, because he says, you, last week we talked about, he says, you know, you, he says, you do, do not murder, but then if you hate your husband, you know, if you hate your brother, then you've committed, you know, murder in your heart. It, you know, th- there are sins that start <laughs> with other sins. That mm-hmm. if we don't, I don't want to call them a lesser sin, but if we don't control those sins before it gets there, it can grow into something, and it grow out of control. Like anger grows into murder. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and Jesus says, you know, if you don't, you know, you know, the law says not to commit adultery, but if you lust upon a woman you've committed adultery in your heart. And so, you know, like anger is to murder, lust is to adultery. When we have that, it starts, you know, just simply like, oh, that, you know, that woman's pretty. And then if it doesn't end there, it goes on, it continues to grow, and then it can continue to grow into adultery. And so we even have to be careful of where, you know, where we look and what, what we think of people of the opposite sex or, you know, same sex, because I know we do live in a fallen world. Um, and so, and, and, you know, and it's, whether it's, you know, homosexual, heterosexual relationship, it's adult, adultery is adultery is adultery. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to be careful, um, even at the beginning of when we look at somebody and say, oh, they're pretty. And if it doesn't end there, you continue to look and you get into a creeper mode, um, it could very easily grow into something else that we never intended. Yeah. Um, and so it's just that 
and adultery always in adultery if you hear about you know a, a couple caught in adultery it never starts with well we just met and just tore into each other and had that physical relationship it always starts in that emotional side and then it grows into the physical um, because in the physical was never the intent but it's the fruit of what happened of not having that control on the emotional right. level. Yep. Whatever it starts in your head and then it goes to your heart and then you act out, then you end up acting on it. You know, right. it goes from thoughts to desire to sin. Yeah. You know, and, and the verse that we're, um, you know, that, that sums it up is uh, Matthew's Matthews. Sorry. That's my last name. <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> uh, 527, uh, 527 and 28. So if anyone wants to look it up, read the passage, you know, it's like Jesus says exactly what Andrew was saying. Um, you've heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So then it talks about like, you know, if your eye got, you know, if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out or, you know, whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, Jesus talks about that, you know, if, if, we have to be very guarded. We have to be careful what we're taking in and because it starts small, like, oh, you know, I can have a cup of coffee with this person or, oh, you know, uh, me and this coworker will, will meet in the, you know, we're going to go on break together and get a, a snack out of the kitchen or, hey, we're going to lunch. And then it slowly becomes more or with mm. church and fortunate as church leaders, we try to mentor somebody and then that slowly builds into something bad because you're not taking the proper precautions to keep yourself safe. Um, you know, luckily my biggest precaution is I love my wife, so I'm not going to do that. You know, second biggest precaution is my brother's Navy special warfare. My brother-in-law is Navy special warfare. So, you know, definitely not making that mistake, like <laughs> joking wise, but yeah, the number one thing is, you know, be careful, be smart, think about it before you start doing it because innocent cannot be innocent very, very quick. Right. It can grow very quickly and get out of control. Yep. And especially if you're if you're going through something and there's a person of the opposite sex who's going through the same thing, a similar situation or been through that situation, that's the last person you really want to talk to because that's like swinging the door open for something bad to happen. And never complain about your spouse to somebody else. Yeah. But – all three of us are married to like amazingly perfect Christian women, so we have nothing to complain about. I have spouses. nothing to complain about. Ever. I outkick my coverage, so I got nothing Wait, to complain about. I do have one complaint. She is way better at Warzone than I am, and <laughs> at those first-person shooter games, she she kicks my butt. So that's my only complaint. Is I am nowhere near as good as she is at those games. <laughs> Sounds like you just need to get better. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not good at playing those games. I'm like the few times we've won, I definitely brought up the rear on that team. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. before we get, uh, <laughs> before we digress too far, I'm gonna close this out in, in prayer. Um, and I just want to, re- you know, like we talk about every week, if you have something that you're going through, um. Or just have questions about something we talk about or something we didn't talk about and say, hey, I want to know about this. Uh, we're not the smartest people uh, when it comes to scripture, uh, but we do know a little bit about, you know, a little something about it. 
Uh, and so we would be happy to have that conversation. If you have a question, um, once we get through with our Ten Commandments series, um, we're open. The door's open. We can talk about anything. And so we'd have to love to have some feedback. Like, hey, I want to hear about this. I want to know what you want. To, what you think about this? Uh, now, I don't I don't ask us to talk about politics because we're not going to get super political. Uh, we'll talk about issues, um, and our and we'll look at those from a biblical view um, mm-hmm. instead of a political view because I think you know that's a topic for another day. Um, anyway, but yeah. If, Reach out to us, and if you just if you have a prayer request, say, "Hey, I want y'all to pray for this." You know, we'll pray for it. We won't pray for it on the podcast, obviously, because then you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we'll pray for it individually, and um, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pray, and then it closes out. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for the time that we've had together to uh, to talk and uh, and celebrate um, and what adoption looks like, and uh, and have fun. Uh, and also open up your word and, and see what it has for us. Um, I pray for those that are listening to this that are going through a hard time. And uh, Father, even though we don't know what they're going through, you do. Uh, but I pray that you give them the courage to talk, reach out to somebody, uh, whether it's us, somebody at their church, somebody they know. Uh, reach out um, and have the conversation that needs to be had and, or ask for help. Or maybe to end that relationship that they know they don't need to be having. Um, And uh, Father, I I pray that you continue to bless us. uh, You continue to move in our lives. In your name I pray. Amen.